0: Welcome to the Elevate Effect podcast, where we give you the resources to take you from workloads to workflows. I'm your host, Courtney. I'm an online systems educator for coaches, fueled by cold brew and a love for watching endless reruns of friends. I'm here to give you the tools and the support you need to scale your business and take back charge of your life and your time. So pour yourself a cup of coffee or a glass of wine, and let's do the damn thing. Hello, hello, everyone. So excited to have you back for this week's episode where we're going to be covering how to build a business plan in seven steps. So I personally really struggled with the business plan portion of my business when I very first got started. And I think it was because I was really having a hard time pinpointing exactly what I wanted my business to look like. Because to be honest, I was rookie. I had never started a business before. I was transitioning from you know working from a nine to five to working for myself and the fact that I had Ultimately, unlimited options in terms of what I could do for a business that was actually more overwhelming to me than not having very many options. I'm like, man, I can do anything. Like, if I wanted to do anything, what would I do? And that led to more, you know, of me kind of analyzing the situation and saying, okay, well, I could go this direction or this direction. And then, you know, the business plan. I'm again very type A, as you guys know, if you've listened to the podcast for a while, you know that I like to have a plan and I like to have structure to things. And so, kind of walking into wanting to build a business and not really knowing the steps to do it was really frustrating for me. So I wanted to make sure I recorded a podcast episode to kind of highlight some of the steps that you guys can take to develop or build a business plan. And when I first started my business, creating a business plan, even though it was hard, it was necessary for me to feel more secure. So with all of the fear that came with wanting to start a business, having a plan was a huge way for me to put that fear aside. So what really is a business plan, right? That's the golden question here. And what a business plan is, is it's really just going to be kind of like a summary of your business, right? So it's what you do, it's your market and competitors, your business and the management structure or the business. Model your products and services that you offer, and then you also have a financial portion of the plan, which will be specific to how you'll you know market your business. If you're going to pay for some type of marketing, how much money you'd need, you know what that cash flow, your P&L is going to look like, your profit and loss, what you're planning on budgeting, um, maybe for the next year, three to five years, and financial projections. So we're going to go ahead and get started with the basics. Which step number one before or if you've already started your business and you're kind of trying to fine tune your business plan is to really research your industry, right? So I know when I first got started, I was always head down, researching everything I could about the industry, hard skills I needed to know, soft skills I needed. I was constantly reading new articles and taking courses and classes and really trying to basically learn as much as I could to inform myself. And so you really want to start with researching the market you're looking to go into. And that's going to really help you ensure that number one, that there is a market for your work, which, you know, nine times out of 10 there typically is. And it's important to stay on top of new trends and tools and clients demands for your specific industry. So you can start by researching by reading articles, listening to podcasts, and even finding people, you know on Instagram for example in your field and monitor forecasts from experts in your field. I think that's another really good thing to kind of keep in mind is pay attention to the people that you aspire to be like, right? Those are gonna be the people that you want to start taking that influence from because you wanna make sure that what you're doing is going in the direction that you want to head, right? And that's not to say that you use it as a comparison type of a situation. You really just want to learn from the people that have been where you want to go. And this is really gonna help you think about what maybe your unique offer can bring to the table by seeing how other people market themselves within the industry. I would even go as far as making sure that you're kind of setting a recurring task for yourself to continue to research your industry on a consistent basis so maybe it's once a month even that you just want to sit down for an hour or two and just kind of dive into some articles about your market and educate yourself on what are some new trends and tools especially if you're a service-based business it's going to be really important for you to know those things not just for yourself but for your clients as well so that's definitely something that I would recommend you guys getting started with with that step is researching your industry and really making sure that you're keeping that a consistent task that you're doing in the back end of your business. Step number two is gonna be to define your purpose. So your business plan is really gonna serve as a guide to your strategies and build your financial background and future, but it can also have a unique purpose, right? So what is your goal by building a business plan? Maybe you want to um, eventually attract investors, or maybe you just wanna get yourself in a position to be able to work for yourself and develop a specific type of lifestyle, right? So you wanna find your unique purpose by digging more into the why of why you're starting your business, right? And that can change and I think that's something to be aware of is that can evolve as time goes on. So for example, my why when I first got started was, A, I was tired of feeling unfulfilled when, you know, working from a nine to five, but B... I really just wanted to be able to have a certain type of lifestyle. So I really wanted to be able to be location independent and I really wanted to be able to determine what my life was going to look like instead of somebody else determining that for me. And so that was really my big why for a really, really long time. And that happened, right? Like I was able to go and live location independently. I was you know, living that kind of digital nomad life. I went and traveled abroad and I got to work at the same time and it was amazing. And then I settled down and I, you know, I got married, we bought a house, we are expecting our baby um, at the time of recording this episode. So there's really something to be said for making sure that you're always checking in with your why because it's going to evolve as your life evolves, as your business evolves. And that's the beautiful thing about running your own business is you get to decide what that why is and you also get to be okay and comfortable with that changing. Now, the next thing that we wanna talk about is step three, which is building a company profile. So this is kind of like the equivalent of your about us page on your website to kind of think of it that way. So it's really gonna be a brief description of your company, maybe it's history or timeline, your products or services that you offer and the people behind the brand, right? So some questions to get your profile started are things like, what are you selling? Who are you selling it to? And get really specific with that. How are you solving a problem or a need within your market? Who makes up your team and what is the team's mindset? who's your target audience, and who is your competition. Those are gonna be some of the things that you can go ahead and start asking yourself and start writing those things down and kind of brainstorming what that's gonna look like to start building your profile. Now, this isn't to be confused with something like your company mission or your vision, that's something else and that's separate, but that is definitely something that you wanna go ahead and get started when you are going into this business plan setup. And then step number four is really explaining the financials of your business. So the financial portion of your business plan is gonna be custom to your numbers and your anticipated growth. And obviously too, what your goals are, right? So you want to first start by detailing what your expenses are going to be like. So for example, you know, in the remote space, we're pretty lucky because... Our expenses going in, especially if you're a solopreneur are really relatively pretty low. We're not paying for, you know, a brick and mortar building or rent or liability insurance or anything like that. We are pretty lucky because we have, you know, software that we pay for. We have maybe your computer or the technology that you need to use to continue to keep your business running. Or maybe it's things like legal contracts that you need to have or purchase to get things going in your business. And so we're really pretty lucky because our costs are typically pretty low. And then you want to incorporate your cash flow, right? So go ahead and start budgeting and planning, maybe what your client capacity is going to look like and how much you're going to be charging so you can kind of have an anticipated number of what your income or your revenue is going to be so that you can kind of get an idea of what that profit and loss will look like month to month. Because numbers that show a monthly and a yearly scale, like if you're kind of breaking that down each month and then yearly it's going to be really important to include that because it's also going to help you to identify your projections so that you can see what your anticipated revenue for the year is going to be so this is a really great opportunity to take notes of areas where you could possibly reduce spending or where you need to reallocate funds to support your growth plan if you already do have a business and you're kind of using this as a way to um, reevaluate what you currently are doing And then step number five is going to be including your marketing plan. So you definitely need to include a marketing plan in your business plan so you can continue to grow as you build your business. So you need to know how to market your offers so you can support yourself and your business and keep consistent leads coming in so you're not constantly in that hustling mode of trying to find clients. So some things to include in this section and really think through is how you're going to market products and services, expansion ideas for current products, products. Maybe it's upselling or bundling services into packages. Plans to create long-term contracts with clients. How can you extend your client's lifetime value and how are you planning to market that? Price increases as needed. How do you plan to market to refine your products or services? Your online content strategy, so things like blog, social media, podcast, videos, and then how will you boost product sales, right? So where will that business come from and how will you grow your audience? One, honestly, big thing that we did to market our business internally was a referral program. So if you guys know me, I'm not a big social media person. I really don't like to be super active or present on social media, just not something I enjoy. And so especially from the beginning, it was really hard for me to want to get on social media and talk about what I did and try to get clients that way. And so what I started doing was offering a really fun incentive program to my current clients to want to refer new clients to us. And that was honestly one of the best marketing tactics that we could have done because A, it didn't cost us anything. B, as long as we were doing a good job with our current clients, they were willing and wanted to refer people to us. And it really was just a great and super, like I mentioned, cost effective way to continue to market our business and bring new leads in the door consistently. Sorry to interrupt this episode, but this will be really quick. I know I don't need to tell you that the legal stuff always feels overwhelming and scary to think about in our business. And it also isn't the fun side of business, but it's the necessary side to successfully scale and grow your business in order to scale and empower ourselves we need to take the steps to learn about what's keeping us at risk to avoid it in the future that's where my friend Joey comes in Joey is a lawyer and a legal coach and in his course the legal Launchpad, Joey gives you his exact method for legally protecting your business so step away from the legal stress of your business and join the legal launch pad today check out the link to his course in the show notes below. Alrighty, let's get back to the show. Okay, and then step number six is going to be to make your plan adaptable. And personally, I think this is the most important step in this entire business plan because I have been in business for four years full time, and. I cannot count how many times my business has changed or how many times I've had to change something in my business, how I run it, my packages, my services, what my business even offers. Even the name of my business has changed so many times. And so I think this is the big thing. It's just like everything in business, your plan is going to change, right? So you need to make sure to plan to revisit your actual business plan at least every quarter to make sure you're still on the right track or to make any necessary changes to make sure that you're accommodating for whatever. Changes you want to make in your business. And don't forget to share any changes with your team if you have one, because you want to make sure that your team is totally looped in on the direction that your business is heading so that they can help support you get there, right? So I'm very, very transparent with my team. They know everything that's going on in my business, and I wouldn't have it any other way, right? Because if I'm not honest with them about what's going on or where we're heading, it's very, very hard for them to proactively support our goal or long term vision for the business and help to provide suggestions Um, and all that's doing is a disservice to me and my business because if I don't loop them in then I'm just relying on myself and I don't know everything I don't see everything and I want my team to feel empowered to feel like they're contributing to the bigger picture and so this is really something that I always really recommend is making sure that you're sharing those plans with your team share any updates, any changes so that they can be there to support you along the way. And the very last step in this business plan is really to highlight what makes you unique. So you want to end your business plan with why you put such passion behind your brand, the lessons you've learned throughout your business growth, your core values, and the problems you hope to help others solve. So some questions or some prompts to kind of think through for this piece are, you know, why will your business be the one to solve the problem or needs of your market? And what What do you offer that sets you apart from your competition? So what is your big why and why is it separating you from everyone else? So by explaining this, why you're so determined to turn your passion into a thriving business, you'll start to attract clients and team members or future team members who share that passion with you, right? And that's gonna be really, really important in making sure that your business always feels aligned because there's lots of things that can happen and decision-making that you have to do throughout the time that your business is in existence, that you're gonna have to make sure that. That you kind of circle back to your why what makes you unique what makes you passionate because business is hard right like we're not going to sugarcoat that it is hard to start a business it is hard to be an entrepreneur um, and you always want to make sure that you have something like this to kind of keep pushing you forward because sometimes you do get in those slumps where it feels really really hard to continue to stay motivated to run your business and um, you always want to make sure that this is kind of in the forefront of your decision making as well so just in general it is just going to be super helpful for you to have a business plan in place to guide you through all stages of your business and again it's super important to share that plan with your team so they can help you stay on track and also see opportunities for pivots and changes along the way and even though a business plan sounds like a definitive project it felt like that for me when I first got started I'm like man if I have to create this business plan it's so definitive like I don't know what I want these things to look like yet it's okay you don't have to just start right start putting pen to paper start getting an idea and then check back in with it on a quarterly basis so go ahead after this episode make sure that you have a task to number one start outlining your business plan and then a quarterly task to re-review it every quarter Um, that's going to be something that you can do to make sure that you're staying on track with this so that it's evaluated frequently to ensure it supports your goals. So if you guys have any questions about how to build a business plan or dive a little bit deeper into this, feel free to drop into our Mighty Networks community. The link will be in the show notes. Hop over to IG at The Elevate Effect and let us know what you're going to be doing to pivot your plan or maybe start creating it. We'd love to hear about it. Otherwise, we will see you guys on next week's episode. Thanks so much for joining me for another episode of The Elevate Effect podcast. If you liked what you heard, share the episode with your best friend, team member, or even your dog. If you have a minute, leave a review below or DM me on Instagram to let me know what you want to hear on the podcast next. Thanks again, and I can't wait to see you next week.